Hi, my name is Pastor Anne and welcome to the Pastor's Table. Today we're going to be talking about forgiveness. And you know, it's so great knowing that the punishment for our sin has already been set. Forgiveness has already been extended to us. So let's see with God's perspective what forgiveness is and receive it with fullness of joy. Praise the Lord. <laughs> we're still talking about forgiveness and we're still laughing. Yeah. <laughs> because when you've got that release, there's joy in your life. That's right. There is. And you come out of that prison and you realize, wow, those bars were there a long time. Mm -hmm. And you can't see through metal. <laughs> Just like a big beam of yeah. timber. Yeah. We're having fun. We want you to know above all things that you can be just as free because it's already done. Isn't yeah, that right? That's right. Yeah, it is. What were you saying before? Well, when we were talking last episode, I just couldn't help but have this picture of when th when you've been wronged and, and it, it, it's happened, you know, to me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure, I don't know. I'm sure it hasn't happened to you. Or you're just like, <laughs> I, you know, I like you want, like, like, how dare they do? How dare oh, they do Oh, that? my goodness. Yeah. I can't believe that they did that to uh, me. How dare they wrong me that way? And, and in that, in that place you want to punish there wants you want to assign punishment oh for yeah you for do <laughs> what they've done wrong i mean like maybe you're driving out <laughs> how dare they do that i just you know they're getting accident you know like that kind of thing you know they should just get into an accident the way they're driving like that and and uh, in it i was i couldn't help but think uh you know and you know we want that punishment but can we allow what Jesus did on the cross be that punishment mm, for them, for them, yeah. because wow. it really, really is. Yeah, and absolutely. Jesus yeah. went to the cross for that thing. How dare they did that? Mm -hmm. Jesus went to the cross for them doing that yeah. to you. That's mm, right. Of all people. And can you allow and let what Jesus did on the cross be Enough. the punishment yeah. and be enough because yeah. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. it certainly is enough for us that's right it's certainly enough for you and mm -hmm. for me for all of us mm -hmm. and can we allow that we and it when you step back from that and you even think that you you don't really want to assign any more punishment mm -hmm. because the punishment is done mm -hmm. yeah and we can look and see people wronging us differently because we can allow that forgiveness to flow even before a sorry ever gets spoken, mm -hmm. even before someone even really thinks that they're sorry, <laughs> that they think that, that they're, they have the right to do what they did mm -hmm. and it wronged you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And can we allow it to be, to do that? Let, let the work of what Jesus did on the cross be something that works in all directions. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's right. Not just towards us, but towards others yeah. mm -hmm. as well. And it's enough. Mm -hmm. It's more than enough. It's it's funny because you're talking about traffic situations and forgiveness and things, and you know there's there are different memes out there and on the internet and such. But uh, one one that depicted a scenario where um, you're on the way to church, <laughs> and some crazy driver cuts you off, and and then you know the what happens when you both pull into the parking lot at church? <laughs> <laughs> then what? Right. In the meantime, you oh, no, and you're getting all upset and riled up, and then all of a sudden you see that person in church, 
Now, wait a minute. That actually happened to me yeah, in the Costco parking lot. Yeah. I won't use any names, but I'm, I'm yeah. driving around the parking lot looking for a parking spot. Heather and the girls are already inside. And so I'm driving around, and I'm stuck behind a, a lineup of cars. And, and I'm stuck kind of behind or right in front of somebody who's trying to back out of their parking lot. And I had recognized the person, and I knew. <laughs> and, and so finally, I got a space to, I think, uh, yeah, I, I backed up. And the person was yelling at me oh. and, and from their car, and I could hear it yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And so they back up out of the spot because they hadn't seen me yet. They back out of the spot and look straight at me. And they're like, oh. <laughs> that is hilarious. But Don't let that be you. <laughs> right? It's it's funny on many levels because I mean you realize like, you know, they're they're we're supposed to be walking in love towards mm -hmm. one another and oops, got caught. Yeah. Right? So there are things like that that we think. But at the same time, in the context of what we're talking about. They're just as forgiven yes. for Absolutely. what they just did to you Absolutely. as you are forgiven. Mm -hmm. yeah. And intuitively, we know that as believers, or should know that as mm -hmm. believers, mm -hmm. right? And should live in that. Mm -hmm. They're just as forgiven for what they just did to you as you are. Mm -hmm. And we can understand that as Christians because we've received forgiveness. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, all the unbelievers in the world have also been forgiven yeah. mm -hmm. by the same forgiveness, the same person that you've been forgiven yeah. by and for. Yeah. Right? Th that forgiveness is for all. And yeah. that's what we're to be announcing. Yeah. And so think about how that can absolutely ruin your testimony in front of unbelievers. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. You're yelling at somebody in the parking lot because they took your spot or whatever mm -hmm. it is like that. Mm -hmm. And then the next day you're in front of them and you're supposed to witness to them. Yeah. <laughs> well, your witness is deflated. It's totally destroyed because they're like, how, how is it that, you know, you can tell me about Jesus and how he is forgiven, but you can't forgive me for, mm -hmm. uh, we have to be able to live what it is that, right? Because that kind of thing can absolutely destroy our testimony in front of unbelievers. I deal right? with that on a regular basis at, at, <laughs> at, my, at my job. So I'm having to deal with, outside companies that I no, deal no, with no. At, at work and any of my work where they're, they have not done what they said they were going to do. Yeah. And I have to bring this to their attention. And I, I often have to remind myself, okay, there's going to be an opportunity where I get to witness to these people. That's right. Yeah. I have to form this email or have this conversation <laughs> in that context yeah. where I have to I have to be able to still then be able to turn around and witness to them and tell them about the love of God and the forgiveness yeah. that he and the debt that he paid for them on the cross just as much as he paid for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's really easy to look at the world and point out their sin. Yeah. They're not even trying to hide it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know that's what I mean? Right. Like, They're living it out loud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's easy to point that out. But the thing is, is that they are just as forgiven as we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, they're just as forgiven. And if, that, if our own forgiveness means something to us, it should mean something on their behalf as well. Mm -hmm. right, so for us to go around and point things out, it, it, God's forgiving them, but we're pointing out their sin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like that don't, those two things don't go together. They yeah. don't at all. And yeah, it, there's just a lot to be said because unfortunately, sometimes Christians can become elitist mm -hmm. in Absolutely. their attitude. Mm -hmm. 
we're Christians. We're highly favored of the Lord. We're, we're this and we're that, and, and God looks after us. And, uh, you know, and we can become elitist that way, mm-hmm. not realizing that they actually have been given all the same things that we have. Uh, mm-hmm. They just haven't, they don't know it and they haven't received it. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's the only difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And exactly. somehow, somehow, quote unquote, you've know, found out and you've received it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That wasn't your doing either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Someone witnessed to you. Yeah. Someone mm-hmm. talked to you. That's right. It's not because you woke up one day and, and discovered, wow, God has done this wonderful thing for me. I just know it. Yeah. And no one told you? No, somebody told you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? You didn't just wait. And even after... Many times of being told, finally, somewhere along the way, it clicked on the inside and you realize, oh, this is true. This is real. Uh-huh. Right? Something happened like that. You don't control that. Yeah. That's right. Right? Yeah. You respond to it. Yeah. And we can get into a situation where we're actually start arguing scriptures when that's not helpful neither. <laughs> no. It's still strife. <laughs> it's still strife. No matter, no matter what color it is, that's how it comes out. And a long time ago, I was in a little group, and it was like a little home group thing, and I wasn't the leader. Or, and, and we were just sitting around, a bunch of ladies, we were having some tea and stuff. And I said, well, Jesus has done all the savings he's ever going to do. And like, a few people, what do you mean? I said, well, he's not going to the cross every time someone sins, you know. No. He, he's done his part. He saved the world. Yeah. Are you saying that everybody's born again? I said, no, no. but he's done all the saving part. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what you mean. I thought it was pretty basic, actually. But but I realized I a, spoke very quickly, but they'd never considered that concept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That the saving part is done. That's right. It's mm-hmm. finished. Complete. He's not sitting down because he's tired. Nope. He's sitting at the right hand of God because he's finished. Yeah, complete, it is done. finished. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The work is done. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a concept that's difficult for people to, to receive. And like you said, it's just, I like the when, you know, the, the day I woke up and realized that it was the New Testament, like a last will and testament. Yeah. I was like, I mean, I grew up in church. It took me a long time for that to go click. This yeah. is mm-hmm. the will of God. Yeah. It's his testament, just like you have a will when someone's died. Yeah. It's new because he got, you know, he didn't stay dead. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and so, but I remember the day that it went click. Yeah. This is like when you read it out. And so we're reading his will. We're mm-hmm. reading out what he promised. And just like when someone passes and they have a will, yeah. he's got one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's already done. It's yeah. already done. Complete. And and lots of people have just not come, read their part, received their inheritance. That's the part. Mm-hmm. And so it's very simple. Uh-huh. But, but you know, sometimes I take a little bit to catch up, you know. <laughs> well, it, it, it gives us a different, completely different perspective when we're dealing with people in the world. When you come to a person who's done you wrong mm-hmm. and you realize that just as much as Jesus went to the cross for you and forgave all of your sins, paid all of your debt for all of your sins for eternity, mm-hmm. he's done exactly the same for that person. The only difference is that that person has not accepted that forgiveness exactly. and that that. That right. payment of that debt. That's mm-hmm. right. That's the only difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it brings exactly a completely right. different perspective mm-hmm. for that person between you and that person to be able to share that love mm-hmm. and forgiveness of them when yeah. they've done you wrong. Mm-hmm. And think about it. It says, no one comes to the Father except he first draw them. them. Well, he's drawing you. He said, you're written here yeah. and he's waiting. Yeah. In the Lamb's Book of Life, there yeah. are some who've received their inheritance, mm-hmm. but he also knows who hasn't. 
just because he, you know, he only knows the hair in my head. No, he knows the hair in everybody's head. He yeah. knows the number. <laughs> he knows the number of hairs on people who haven't, you know, received him. He knows. He knows. He knows all about you. Yes. Even if you're not saved, he still knows about you. And we forget that sometimes. He knows. And that's why if he talks to us about someone we who hasn't, you know, received their inheritance yet, mm -hmm. That's that's how that can work. He's drawing them through us. Mm -hmm. That's why it's important that we don't have the parking lot problem or, <laughs> or the driving lessons problem. Mm -hmm. I had and one also, of those too. <laughs> but let's not yeah, talk about and it. And also, it says that, like that people will know him by our love for one another. Exactly. And so, if that's a little rusty you know, <laughs> you know, and not really like functioning well, you know, like what are people seeing? They're seeing. I don't want to be in that club. Yeah. Yeah. And that, uh, that's what a lot of the world has seen. That's mm -hmm. right. Is that they don't want to be associated with what they've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a lot to be said about that. I mean, I heard it said this way once. If, all, if we are not living, sincerely living what it is that we're preaching, but we're preaching to other people for them to get saved, then really all that we're telling them is that my religion is better than yours or mm -hmm. your lack thereof. Yeah. yeah. And that's very arrogant to say that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's actually what a lot of people will hear mm -hmm. because the, if they don't see it in your life, if they, if they can't recognize it, and that's why we're kind of talking about some of these things because when it comes to forgiveness, we should have the capacity to forgive the unsaved just as we've been forgiven because they're already forgiven. But if we can't live that way towards the unsaved, but we want to tell them you need to come over and be like me, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those things, that's, that is hypocritical. Mm -hmm. And people see that. I think people have easier time forgiving the unsaved. Yeah. <laughs> well, because with the Christians, you ought to know better. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got yeah. it right. Yeah. You should know better. You know and the scripture. You heard same it. Punishment. <laughs> Weren't you in the same meeting as me? Yeah. <laughs> I heard one minister say it this way. He says, you know, if you're sitting in this well, if you're sitting in this meeting while I'm preaching and you're elbowing your spouse thinking they really need to get this, <laughs> it goes, I'm definitely talking to you. <laughs> and it was really funny. I mean, like, it's true. I mean, yeah, often yeah. we're, you know, pointing out the speck in there, yeah. right? Instead yeah, of the log in our own, right? I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely talking to you then. I'm yeah. going to send you the copy of that media, of that <laughs> message, yeah. you know? Yeah, you're praying, you know, that nasty devil distracting them when they're supposed to be hearing this. It's probably not the devil. Uh -huh. and you're the one being distracted. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, we're, really, we're talking about, before we started this episode, we were talking about Matthew 5 and verse 23 and 24. And if we want to turn there, it's yeah. really what we've been talking about yes. here. 23 says, therefore, if you bring thy gift to the altar. So if you bring yourself to the altar, you're coming to church. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. That's what it's talking about. And there, and there you remember that your brother has ought against thee. Leave, therefore, your gift, thy gift there at the altar, and go thy way. First be reconciled to thy brother, and then come and offer thy gift. Go and make mm -hmm. it right. Mm -hmm. Go and hear God, and, and hear where you've gone wrong in the situation, and come to your brother, and, and, and humble yourself, and let, you, let them know. You know that that you know what I was wrong here, and, and I'm sorry, and I ask your forgiveness, and just it it opens up grace and mercy by mm -hmm. by way of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. I think you have to be ready to 
to accept the fact that somebody may not forgive you or, or and no. you don't want to get into the when we were i'm sure in, in teaching kindergarten even with our kids when they were small or children we would say you know apologize to each other you know i'm sorry you know, i forgive you and it became a little bit mechanical and we talked in another episode how the forgiveness isn't isn't all about that other person forgiving you it's about jesus forgiving you mm -hmm. that's where the release comes from mm -hmm. but there's times when they may not and you need to know what to do you need to know how to keep yourself yeah. um, I, I've had situations where I, more than one, I, mm -hmm. I've shared one, but there, I've had a few where I thought I, I was humble enough to take a knee. <laughs> I soon found out how humble I was after. <laughs> and and uh, one particular situation, and yes, I had spoken out of turn. I, I tend to do better at thinking before speaking now that I'm a little bit older, but maybe not so much sometimes. <laughs> and so I've had to learn this lesson quite a bit. I have experience here where I shouldn't. <laughs> and so I share openly. <laughs> and uh, oh, oh, my goodness. And so I had board members come because I was apologizing to somebody of, of, uh, who was ordained, not in our organization, but outside of our organization. And, and honestly, they had done me wrong. Mm -hmm. They really had. But it wasn't right, and I needed to leave my gift at the altar. I came to the altar and surrendered my heart to Jesus. I thought, all right. So I had accountability board members sitting there while I gutted myself, and tried to humble myself, Jesus. <laughs> and, and so I, I apologized. I said, I spoke out of turn. It was harsh and it was mean and no excuses. I didn't, didn't say, cause you were mean to me. Mm -hmm. I didn't do that. And that, that was the case, but I was more concerned that I was right and did my part. And at that point, I felt really good. But the response, once again, was interesting. It wasn't the other one. This time it was, well, you were wrong. And la, 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 da, 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 da. And I was like, oh, Jesus, help me. I began to pray in other tongues underneath my breath and forgot that this person was not a tongue talker. So they were getting more offended the more I went. And I really didn't mean to set off a situation. I did not. And I was like, oh, I'm praying. So... What did I learn? Um, yes, it was good to have accountability, and they were quiet. And, and at the end, I said, well, you're absolutely right. And that's what I had to settle myself. Mm -hmm. I had to ensure that you talked about stepping back mm -hmm. in the situation. I had to step back. Mm -hmm. And I actually did listen to what they said. Some of the things were critiques of how I said certain things. And so while I didn't take that before him at that moment, I did take them before the Lord after. I heard this person say this about how I spoke. I obviously need some help here, Jesus. But I didn't do that with him. But I just said, I again said, you're correct. I'm wrong here. And and I, I humbly apologize. Do the best I can. And I hope one day you'll be able to forgive me. Well, I'll think about it. I'll pray about it was the response. I'm like, okay. And so it find and, and the, the elders of the church at the time uh, pray for him. And, and everything seemed to be okay. I saw them at a later date. They seemed to be fine. But I took that and I took it before the Lord. Mm -hmm. and, and so I didn't stop there because I realized in the middle of it, I had a humility problem. <laughs> and while I was trying to be humble, it was another area where I was acting 
and not coming out of my heart. Mm -hmm. So it, the, even when I apologize, it wasn't completely sincere. Mm -hmm. God worked that in me. Mm -hmm. I encourage you, as we've talked, and we've, we've laughed. I mean, we're human. We, we all get in situations. So we're not saying we don't understand. We understand. We've had all kinds of situations in all of our lives where we've had opportunities to take offense, mm -hmm. to be the one offending, and to be the one who's been offended. Mm -hmm. And there is a way to get through it every time we come back to the Word, mm -hmm. we do what it says, and ask Holy Spirit to help us mm -hmm. and clean our heart, get us right, mm -hmm. and get back up. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 He set my feet upon a rock. That's right. And when they get off, I'm moved, but when I'm on, I'm not. Amen. 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 God bless you.